0: What's up, Broncos country? How we all doing? Obviously, we're hurt. <laughs> we're hurting, John. I know you're feeling it, too, buddy.
1: Uh, yeah. do we have to? Do Why Why we-, we
0: promised the masses we would win, lose, or tie. we were going to do this. So uh, here we are, ladies and gents. Right Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Bourbon Broncos No BS Post Game Podcast where we will unfortunately be talking about Denver's loss to the Houston Texans right after this. Here we go. Orange Weekly. Fans, Brews, and Broncos news. Oof. Well, John, really good show. I'm glad we were able to talk about the Houston Texans game against the Broncos. We're done. That's it. Don't worry. Nothing else to talk about. We're just going to move on week. to next week. Is that good with you, man? I'm good. You good? Think there's
1: only, I think there's only one thing left to say, Kevin.
0: <laughs> uh, I wish. We'll get to there eventually. But unfortunately, there are many, many things to say about what happened today. Um. Look, uh, we knew what was what the, what the was on their line going into today's game. Um, not only did the Broncos have their win streak, but a win put them up to about 60% chance of making the playoffs. A uh, loss meant about 20% chance of making the playoffs. Um, and it's not just a loss. It was a loss to an AFC team as well, uh, an area that we have struggled in, um, you know, especially with a couple of losses early on in the year. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, we knew what, what it meant. The team knew what it meant, you know, and what was on the line here. Uh, and So let's just kind of go back to where we were at the beginning of the game, man. Uh, how were you feeling uh, right before kickoff? What was going through your head, bud?
1: Well, Kevin, I knew I was going to have to go to the liquor store today or tomorrow, depending on when we were going to do this this show, um, because I was out of my happy whiskey. And I was yeah. so confident. Um, go, this is the first game all year, I think, that I've been just confident going into it that, that this should be – one that we get with the streak we were coming in with, the way we played against the Browns last week. Um, yeah, I, I, I was going into this one with a lot of confidence. And, um, well, we'll get into it. But uh, we, I think we all know how it unfolded.
0: Yeah, and I think the confidence, I mean, there should have been no reason not to be confident about this team. Um, you know, I, I've said multiple times, you know, not to give Houston any disrespect. I mean, that what they've done is really good, you know. Um, they've okay. made a name for themselves this year for sure. C.J. Stroud is the real deal. My my biggest comparison, though, and what I thought was going to be the driving factor, I was kind of right about this. I was about half right of this. That the <laughs> deciding factor, the I'll driving that factor, what was going <laughs> to change this game was one team wanting to get to the playoffs a whole lot more than the others. Mm-hmm. My basis for that was – This Texans team is incredibly young. They haven't really had any adversity, you know, like what have they overcome, you know, Um, CJ Stroud, first year, new head coach, you know, their, their expectations were zero, right. And they're lighting it up and and they're doing it against, you know, they're they're winning in the NFL and that is a hard thing to do. However, what I expected to see from the Broncos was what we saw from the Texans today. And that was a team that was hungry to get The playoffs, the Broncos showed up uh, acting as if they had almost already won. You know, hey, we're on a five-game win streak. Um, why should we go out there and put any points upon the board? And that's that goes more to the offense than the defense, you know. But that was my thought going into this, was this team is going to go out there and play like they want to, not that they deserve to, but they, they are craving to be in the playoffs after the years of crap many of them have gone, have gone through on the Broncos. So I was excited. I think we all were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And to that point, uh, I mean, it looked like one team came out of the locker room excited to play hungry to play. Like you were saying, and it looked like the Broncos didn't even make it to the stadium the way they came out in that first, that first half was abysmal up until like halfway through the second quarter, I think is when we finally put a drive together. But well, and the, again, we're you want to talk count about when
0: we finally got a first down and then <laughs> hunted after that, like it took, we, second quarter first down. Oh, and now we know. I think this is what would happen. But, but yeah, man, I agree.
1: Um, so yeah. Yeah. And, and look, the defense did come ready. It looked like anyways, um, yes. on that first drive going three and out. Um, and, and, and that's what I was hoping for, right? That sets us up on such a good position. Our, our offense has been coming out strong for most games going down and at least scoring a field goal, if not a touchdown, I think in almost no. every single game. Um, so it looked like it was going the Broncos way very, very early on. And then, uh, well, I guess we can just talk <laughs> about that second, that first offensive drive, Kevin.
0: Let's start there. I mean, look, again, defense did their job. That's exactly what we expected three and out from uh, from the Texans. And then, yeah, it was, uh, okay, let's see what this offense can do. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and we came out with a game plan that we were going to test them early through the air, and I didn't Which necessarily, I liked. I, I liked it. We throw immediately twice to Sutton deep. The first one was just a good defensive play. Um, second one, I think we can all say it was a drop by Sutton. Um, you, that's rare this year for him. So, uh, And he made up for it later in the game, for sure. But um, it, it's just, you know, you, you play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game, and who knows what this game looks like with that. I mean, he might take that to the house if he catches it, uh, depending on how the defense reacts uh, to that catch. Um, so, But he didn't, right? He dropped it. And then, uh, well, I think we took a sack on the next play. Or uh, No, Russ, Russ scrambled for seven yards, but we needed a 10. So, um, yes, it was three and out, but it didn't feel like the same three and out that we've seen in, in previous games. Um, you know, this is what we've seen in previous games uh, to start. Not to start, but when we do get those three and outs, it's these run-runs. Uh, yes, yes. the pet place, um, and it just felt appropriate to wear this shirt today, Kev.
0: Well, for, and for the listeners who uh, are listening to this on the, the podcast platforms and not when we're live, uh, John t- decided to stand up and, and take his shirt off, and I was getting very confused there for a second. Uh, not upset, just confused, yes.
1: Confused in different ways, right, Kev?
0: Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, that shirt is exactly right, man. That was exactly right. Look, Go for it.
1: Yeah, again, I wasn't, I, I liked that we were being aggressive early, um, but then, it, you know, it didn't work out, and that's fine, and you can do that for a drive, it's just the fact that it con- continued for the, the you know, preceding drive. And the drive after that, and the drive after yeah, that. Drive anyway, drive um, drive.
0: yeah, I think that was, the, so I think there were two big mistakes um, <clears throat> early on. Now, I can't, I can't be upset at Cortland Sutton. Um, the, the things he has done this it's year, he is human. Right. If he was a robot, a legitimate robot, I would be pissed because he should never drop the ball ever. But sometimes he's, not. He looks like he's a robot. <laughs> sometimes he does. And several times this year he has. Um, you know, uh, that sucked. That really sucked to see. But, you know, you, you can't, you got to give the guy a pass. You know, you can't say, you know, how can you not be perfect? Dude, nobody's going to be perfect. Right. Yeah. So, and it's one of those things like way early in the game, that should be something that we overcome. Right. Um, yes but I think that really set the tone for the Texans defense early on. They, they started to feel it real yeah. early on that, yeah. Hey, we can shut these guys down. Russell Wilson, who like that's nobody compared to our, our guy, CJ. So
1: yeah. And Keith makes a good point in the comments. There is that momentum. He, uh, it, it did swing the momentum pretty quickly in their, in their um, favor. Um, and Part of me is like, cool, we're being aggressive, I like it. But at the second, the, the other part of me is like, look, we've been successful because we've had these long, methodical drives to start the game. Like, why, why is our game plan just to go out there and have like these deep passes? Right, like, let's run the ball. I mean, <laughs> this team's supposed to be built on running. Why didn't we we have one running play that first drive, and it's because Russ was scrambling for seven years, yeah. So, um, that's the other part of me that's like, how ah, we should have. Uh, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but. Uh, yeah, look, if it, that it, 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 it,
0: had connected, we would have been yeah. like, Oh, this is the best thing ever. But now that it didn't work, like, why did you do that?
1: hundred percent sure.
0: I feel you though, man. I feel it. it. It was very different. Uh, I like the aggressive style, especially when you're looking at a, a playoff type of team playoff, um, game, uh, feel anyway, that let's go out there and let's test them early. You know, let's, yeah. let's show that we're not gonna be afraid to throw the ball deep. Um, and pretty much say, we know your quarterback can do it. We're going to show you that we can do it ourselves, except it backfired.
1: It, it backfired. It backfired. It kind of reminded me, we were all in that Raiders game when we started, um, we started the game by going with an onside kick. And it's like, yeah, we're just going to, yeah. we're going to yeah. do it like the unexpected. They're not going to see it coming. And it's like, again, that hurt us. Like at, you know, at the time we're like, we like it, but had we not done that against the Raiders, we might win that game. Uh, we would have been happier. <laughs> Just a little bit happier, yes. I'd be, yes. I wouldn't have had to buy my sad whiskey at the liquor store today. Yeah, exactly.
0: um Well, let's fast forward a little bit. Look, uh Broncos' offense was non-existent through a couple play, a uh, couple drives there. Uh, no. Texans on their a second drive, drives.
1: a couple drives. Kevin it is the entire first half. Basically. Well, I'm trying to be nice here. I'm <laughs> trying
0: to be nice and not depress people so badly they stop listening to the podcast ten minutes in. You know, <laughs> yeah, right, right,
1: but. Uh, well, what was frustrating on these next few drives were just, again, they were three and out, four and out. I think more was for five plays, but they were short drives that we got in good position on third down. And this was throughout the game, by the way. It was mm-hmm. third and short. I think half of our third downs in this game were third and five or less. And we could not convert. We didn't convert a single third down today. Um, no, we were zero for 11. Oh, for 11. That's embarrassing. Like, it, Literally can't get worse than zero percent. <laughs> um so I it, it's when we get in those third and short situations that's like wow, how are we not converting those? And that and the Texans just knew what to do in, in those positions.
0: I think they respected our run game, you know, it was what it was. They really respected the abilities of Williams. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and bring this up now. Look, I love McLaughlin. He's a big fan. I'm a big fan of, his, you know, the undrafted rookie story, what he's done and how he's contributed in a minor war- role, but he has contributed on the team. Yeah. Um, I was surprised to see McLaughlin out there so much over Samaji Pierron. Samaji Pierron only had one rush for one yard mm-hmm. and By that the way, was the way from the beginning. Oh, and he fumbled too, which well, there was that, but that's at the end of the game.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I, OK, two things. Yes, I agree. McLaughlin gets out there and he, it seems like we give him the ball. I, you know, Spidey made a point in our um, in our chat that it, it's, it seems odd to us, I think, collectively, that he's get, putting, put, being put in positions where he's running between the tackles. Like he's a guy that you have to get into open space and he's going to make a big play. Now, right. I think the play that you're alluding to is the second. It was like second and two. And we mm-hmm. hand it off to him. He goes up in the middle. It gets in negative one yard again. That puts us in a third and three. That should be manageable. So
0: very, very.
1: My my initial um, reaction was the same to Spotties of why are we why are we doing this? Why are we letting him go up? And like toss it to the outside, do a jet sweep or something with him. Do something that gets him to the edge. Um, at the same time, it, it's second and two. We should be able to overcome that and. The guy is a big play waiting to happen. At least it was early in the season. I don't, maybe not recently, but um, so I didn't hate hate after thinking about that one a little bit more. It was just no, the third and no. play. The third, it was the third and three after that. That I'm like, what? How did we yeah. not have something prepared that was going to be a guaranteed first down in that situation? Um, Any
0: of these third down situations, John? All of all eleven of them. All eleven of them.
1: Yeah. Yes. And then. T Ryan getting one carry. His one carry, which was in the first half, it was third and five, and we ran the ball. Like, <laughs> why there are we running five. the ball on third yeah. and five?
0: <laughs> they'll, they'll never guess. They'll never guess.
1: I mean, I thought maybe if for a second we were just going to be committed to going for it on fourth down, and we were trying to, ke- and you know, make it a fourth and short or something. I don't know. We didn't do that, right? And that,
0: ball. that would make sense. Yeah, that would more than make sense. Right. So I just don't know. Like that. The 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 decision on how much to play both McLaughlin and Pirine during the game was a little confusing to me. Now, I, I don't have the staff counter or anything. I don't know how often Pirine was out there for blocks or anything. I'm looking just at touches. Jaleel McLaughlin's yeah. four for 15 yards compared to Samaji's one for one. Um, <clears throat> I just when, when you're going up against a team like, like the Texans and you know they're going to be hungry and you know they're going to be looking to stop our run game because that's our identity – um, I, I would have thought that you would have had the two bigger guys, Williams and yeah. Pirine, be the ones that are running it down the, the middle over and over again. And you wouldn't, It's. It, I wouldn't say you wouldn't subject McLaughlin to that, but it, it's almost like you, you're setting him up for failure. You're setting that whole play up for failure, trying to run a guy like that up up the middle against a team who's coming down on us, you know, to try to stop that yeah. run i was just a little confusing to me i'm not sure what was going on there
1: yeah and i agree especially with the way p ryan's been playing lately he's been exactly a difference maker frankly in in the in this uh what five game win streak that that we were having so um yeah and we saw it last week we saw him getting in the in the game early and getting those carries because he deserved it right um and and you're right I, i was surprised that we didn't see more from p ryan earlier in this game right or at all i guess um,
0: really <laughs> or at all yeah really at all like what you know I, I, there was no talk of injury there was no nothing they just yeah. they just were not utilizing him unless he was out there for just the blocking game and uh, have to go back and look and see what what his stats were on that yeah. um now we're going to get to what i think is the second biggest mistake of the game um which is Texans touchdown and not just letting them get the touchdown right um but a little disappointed in um Alex Singleton, mm-hmm. uh, the emotions are flowing. Both teams are hyped. Both teams are fighting for a playoff spot. You make a big play. You bust through the line. I get that Alex Singleton is excited. He is yeah. pumped, but he's a veteran. He has yeah. got to know you do not mess with the quarterback. You, If you get through and you actually touch it like, hey, sorry, and you just walk away. You do not say anything. You do not get up in his faces because that will kill you every single time. Yeah. Every single time. It doesn't matter if the quarterback talks back. If, if oh, yeah. you accidentally run to the quarterback and the quarterback talks to you and you talk back, you're the one getting the flag. So I'm disappointed that when we were in the field position we were, you know, Alex Singleton yeah. played a hell of a game and he, has been, he is a really good player for the Broncos, huge guy on the defense. That just absolutely kills us. And I think early on, again, you're talking about a game of momentum, trying to keep the Texans from feeling it in their home stadium. And boom, not only do they have good field position after a big play, but there's 15 more yards, you know, put them right in in basically at the doorstop of the, the end zone there.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, that was fourth and two from the seven yard line that that play happened on like, and they got a false start on that play. So it really wasn't a play um it was gonna be called dead they were gonna lose five yards and have to settle for a field goal um but instead he they call the play dead and he's in in stroud's face and look uh, stroud did come up and like basically headbutt him to oh extent. yeah oh yeah and like in, all in his face when i saw that stuff like they're going back and forth um but they they're always going to give they're always going to give the, the be- a benefit of the doubt to the quarterback in that situation. Yep. So he has to be smarter. Everyone got on him on the defense like, dude, what are you doing basically? I was really hoping because all the Texans players came in rightfully so honestly, like I would sure, expect sure. the same uh, to defend their quarterback. Um, I was really hoping we were going to get offsetting unnecessary roughness penalties there. Um, I was kind of expecting it for a second there. And, you know, to an extent for, for Stroud basically starting that thing. But, man. So, yes, that was the bad. But we, we we talked earlier about the Broncos not even showing up to the stadium. Well, I'll tell you what. Alex Singleton freaking showed up to the stadium because he, he did. was He had all the intensity of the defense basically on his shoulders, it seemed like. And, and he was bringing it. And that was powering him through the through the game um, just he got to do it smarter than, than he did on this, this play. And unfortunately it led to a touchdown, which led to, you know, you know what, what could have been a, a difference There was a difference in the game. Yeah.
0: Well, you're talking about, it could have been six to zero versus yeah.
1: 10 to zero. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, huge, huge, huge mistake. Again, he's human. He still had a solid game after that. When you go down 10 to zero in the first quarter, it shouldn't be the end of the game. Right. Um, your offense should, even if they have a slow start, should be about that time picking it up, right, and finding ways to move the ball. The problem was, even though the defense was doing everything they could, and look, held them up to only 22 points, that's that's still really good in the NFL, right? That's so good. the defense is doing their job. It's just the offense is the one that's taking forever to figure out what to do.
1: Yeah, it's really good when your offense isn't helping you out at all. Like, to only give up 22. And this is, I think, the third highest scoring – Offense, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it is a high-scoring offense. It just felt like a situation where um, the talent of our defense was going to overcompensate for that. And uh, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't work when our offense was going three and out, you know, on most drives. So, exactly. to the point of penalties, though, Very. That we had two penalties for eight yards, which I didn't realize oh, yeah. until I looked at the stat sheet again. You know, an hour ago. So, uh, at least that's an area that we cleaned up pretty well this week, uh, minus this one, of course, a big one. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, there there were a few times we we won the t- the, the penalty uh, battle. I guess we can, we can say. <laughs> if you're looking Are we really price- back?
0: Are we already reverting back to moral victories? Is it just the snap of the fingers? We're already back to no. moral victories. Like I we, mean, we didn't win the game, but I just want
1: I just want to be happy about something. Can I be happy about something, Kevin? Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. take it back. that has been right. an area that's had issues from the start of the season. So hey, at least agree. Uh, there's some positivity there.
0: There's some positive. You can always find a silver lining, especially yeah. when you're talking to John. Man, I appreciate it. It's good. It keeps us yeah. in check. Um well, let's see. At that point, look, Broncos are down 10 to 0. Um it's it's more of the same. I don't know. I mean, we can hit on any highlights you want to talk on through this. Um but essentially the it just goes back and forth where Broncos are three and outing or doing nothing and punting. Yeah. Um we did, you know, our defense did stop them a couple times, but before you know, it, it's 13-0 and then 13-3 um going into halftime. Um Yeah,
1: a couple of things the um it just felt like on every scoring drive for them, there was big one or two very big plays that our defense gave up, and yep, it felt too often that we were telling ourselves, that, "Well, it's a bend don't break defense," you know. Um, but at a certain point, you, it, it felt like too much bending today. Um, yes. So it, it just felt like there's a lot of. Big, I mean, Nico Collins, jeez, he was half of their offense. I'm pretty sure today. I think he was more um, than half their offense, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, we look at it, but, um, just, just, yes. Yeah. Thank you, (laughs) Neil. We agree. Um, but it, it felt like some of the game plans from earlier in the season for the defense at times, now look, we didn't give up the big touchdown. So that again, at least it, at least we didn't break for the most part. Um, I'd say maybe except for that last touchdown, that really was kind of a killer. Um, but it has just too many big plays for me. I, again, it always seemed to be Nico Collins.
0: <laughs> well, and the the interesting thing is we knew to expect that going into this game. Mm-hmm.
1: We knew the threat exactly.
0: of CJ Stroud. We knew the threat of Nico Collins. And like, um, all their wide receivers,
1: by the way. All they their wide like, receivers. All um, receivers that could go off on any week.
0: Yeah. I, I just, you know – Again our defense played well. I don't know if we game planned as well as we could have against mm-hmm. especially Nico Collins. Yeah. You know. Um <clears throat> going into the second half as well. You know, like he he just kept making those plays and it always just seemed to be that they just knew where he just knew where we were going to be open, you know. He just knew yeah. where the open field was going to be. And that's that I that's my problem with um the zone defense yeah that's the and i get i mean there's pluses and minuses to zone versus man um it's just look i'm not getting paid to be a a defensive coordinator by any means you know like (laughs) nobody's knocking on my door saying hey come coach for us Uh, it's just i I always wonder like what is that conversation you know of hey we we are recognizing this guy is burning us Yeah. You know, how do we adjust? Do we, do we do some, put someone on him and have a hybrid man zone to at least try to stop him? Or do we just keep doing what we're doing and keep getting burned over and over? You know, it just, it's, I just don't understand really kind of what the conversation is there.
1: Yeah. And it may have been a thing because like we said, they have quite a few very good receivers and it might just happen to be that Nico Collins was a guy that was open. um, You know, maybe it was a situation where, if it wasn't going to be Nico, it was going to be another guy that would that he would have turned to. So, either way, you're right. Game planning this week did not seem as solid as it has looked in the last five games. I mean, it looked like the zone was working extremely well um, recently. So, mm-hmm. a little bit frustrating there. A little bit of regression there. Um, but still, you know, it, they did enough, though, to keep us in the game when it, when it came yeah. into the fourth quarter. So can't totally like get down on this defense but
0: uh... no 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 no. if anything the you know I, I would say yes the defense did backslide a little bit today i'd still give them a b minus you know like they they kept this in the game um they didn't they weren't great against those big explosive plays um they didn't get any turnovers um but they did they, they got several sacks um they really got in um C.J. Stroud's face, especially in the second half there with a lot yeah. more hits First and rushes. Not
1: existing. Not existing. No,
0: exactly. So <laughs> they did turn it around in some de- in some degree there, but I think that's where you really saw C.J. Stroud yeah. turn it on and kind of have some Mahomes-esque throws. I mean, times yeah. where he's just running around and he kind of just lobs the ball up right to a guy. And yeah. you're just like, ah, how did yeah. you do that? You know, uh, yeah. it's very frustrating in that regard.
1: Yeah, and I I will be very honest. I don't think I've watched a single Houston Texans highlight from this season. Nope. No, Prior to today, though, you know, you, you do hear the hype about Stroud, and you did see the numbers they were putting up, and it was very impressive. But then to see it live today for a full game, it was like, okay, this guy this guy looks like the real deal. And making the Panthers look pretty dumb for overlooking it. <laughs> but uh, – <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. And, but, uh, no, he, he, he looked legitimate. I think he may make the Texans relevant moving forward, um, and into next season and for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah. I will say before we get into the second half, I think that drive to end the first half that led to a field goal. I mean, we were in position to score a touchdown. That would have been huge, but to get points and get a little bit more, more getting a little bit momentum going the Broncos way, I mean, going into halftime 13-3 would have, <laughs> was feeling a lot better than 13-0. Could have been even worse than that. But yep. um, it did feel like, okay, maybe we're getting some momentum here. And then we get to halftime. And then we start the second half. And I'm telling you, if you need a break from life, just don't watch the Broncos' first drive of the second half. Because you're bound to – I mean – you it's only gonna make you upset
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> upset and depressed upset, upset and depressed
0: um did I, you're completely right look at that point the game's not out of hand you know you're getting the ball back to start the second half get the points you know you're going in there at least you're saying cool we did something positive we can build on and should be able to build on
1: and 13 three man it being down by 10 points it felt like we were down a lot more than that uh, um, yeah. It's kind of the opposite of what we say a lot of, A lot of these recent weeks where, where Broncos are up by like a touchdown, maybe eight points, something like that. And uh, it's like, I thought we were winning by two or three touchdowns right now. Yeah. But no, it, and that's how it felt, just opposite today.
0: Yeah, totally agreed, man. Um, you know, I was really helpful because we we know historically that the Broncos through the season have not been good. The drive before half and the drive after half. Yeah. Um, And I was really saying, hey, that's I know that's what we do. But we didn't get going until this last drive. Essentially, the entire first half, the offense was just, just, they were sleeping on the plane. Nobody woke them up and told them, hey, guys, we got to get to the stadium and warm up, right? They just weren't there. Um, But so you see that, okay, cool. We put together some sort of a drive, a scoring drive, right before halftime. They've got to be like, hey, okay, we screwed up that half. Right. We screwed that up, but we are not out of this. Let's go out there, show them who we really are uh, and get this thing going. They had a chance to do that. And. I mean, what happened,
1: dude? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we started out. (laughs) We started out with two sacks on our first three plays. Uh, That's that's one thing that happened. Um, We punt the ball and then they get a field goal right away. And all of a sudden, you know, that little momentum we were building, it just disappeared disappeared right (laughs) i will say we this is i do think that the defense made some adjustments um at halftime Mm -hmm. because we finally started bringing pressure like we had five sacks in the second half zero in the first half and you can see i mean just look at the look at the score line like nine points in the second half three field goals and 13 points in the first half that pressure was finally working on stroud and look i'm glad they made those adjustments Um, it it did put the offense once they finally got things going to be in a position to, I mean, the game came down to the final place. So, um, it really was a tale of two halves for me in this game.
0: For sure. I I agree with you there. Um, the good thing is look, you know, even when the Broncos were down 16 to three, they didn't give up the fight. You still saw that they were, you know, they didn't just throw up their hands and say, the defense didn't say, what are we doing here? You guys aren't doing anything. Why are we trying? And just let Texans run away with it, right? right. The defense stayed very focused. The offense continued to slowly get better and did some things that were good. You know, look, there was some balls that went, you know, not in our favor. <laughs> you know, there's there some interceptions, oh, yeah. some fumbles, some just things that I think boil down Two is one team wanted it more than the other. Um, But it was still good to see, you know, like Neil says here in the comments, look, you know, we lost by the numbers. You know, like you said, it came down to the last play of the game, um, your last drive of the game, right? You have 20 seconds left on the clock. Um, And that
1: says a lot. Look,
0: we didn't get blown out of the water. I think it feels that way because our offense was just so non-existent for the first half.
1: It, It really was. And the frustrating part is we talked about that earlier in the season. Like, for some reason, this offense just disappears for a quarter at a time or a half at a time. And this time, it was the first half. It really was them not coming ready to play the game, in my opinion. And it took them a, a long-ass time to to get into this thing. Um, so, it, it feels it feels like it's going to be a rough week for them from a Sean Payton standpoint (laughs) at practice when they review the tape tomorrow. uh, Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. Um, But, but yeah, yeah, there is being down, being down only two score two touchdowns at this point in the game. It didn't feel like it was over, but it felt like, you know, a lot had to change on the offense. And, you know, yeah, the next drive, we punt and we got lucky, right? Uh, there, that's the drive where P Ryan fumbles and the ref calls forward progress, calls the play dead. I mean, that went i for for the the pass interference call that wasn't called in the first half. Uh, they
0: evened it out there.
1: Yeah, that I mean, m- probably even more so. Like that that uh, I would have been so pissed if I was a Texans fan. And like I said, there wasn't ma- yeah. there's not many Texans fans. It seems like so. I guess.
0: I think there's like three of them ever recorded. <laughs> so anyone else who says they're a Texans fan is really just a fan of the state of Texas, but not the team, the Texans. So uh, that's what I understand. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, man, that play, you know, that would have been just such a momentum killer in so many ways. I think the game would have been over at that moment. You know, you're down what 23 or it'd have been like 23-10 at that point or 23, three still. Um, and, uh, it just was not good. Right. So for them to not have done that and let, you know, uh, not have enforced that, make it be a a punt. We escaped there. We really did. Um, and that's where I was like, okay, here's yet another chance. Yeah. Here's another chance for you guys to go get out there, get going and get it done. Like this off this, this Texans defense isn't the Browns defense. They're not the best defense in the league. They're not that scary of a defense. You know, yeah, they're good, but they're not the best. So, this is somewhere like these guys who should want to be in the playoffs are going to go out there and finally put something together. Show us, hey, Russ is Russ. Williams is Williams. Court court is court. You know, like these guys are who they said they are, who they've been the last five, six weeks. And we're going to go out there and we're going to rock it. We're going to at least get put, put together a good couple of drives, get some touchdowns and get the lead, right? Um, It just, it still was so inconsistent. There was, you know, a tip, there was an interception. I just, it still was just so messy. And I think even though they were trying, they just could not clean it up enough to overcome some of those difficulties.
1: Yeah, and I misspoke earlier. I said three field goals in the second half. I just totally blanked that. I thought it was three scoring drives, three field goals, but I forgot it was a field goal and a touchdown. Yep. they missed a 2 point conversion so that's where the 9 points comes from but um look the next drive is the Broncos touchdown look I, what I was trying to say with that is the defense really played well the second half they gave up that field goal early and then from there on out it was it, they pretty much shut them down minus a touchdown they gave up uh on a short field after you know it was a 20 yard drive for the, for the for the Texans you know starting on their own 20 yard line um, or the Broncos however or whatever that goes. But, um, but real quick, let's talk about that touchdown. I mean, it finally felt like things were going in our favor. We had a chance in this game. We scored a touchdown. We're six points down. Like. Basically at the end of the third quarter, we're six points down. It's like, okay, like this actually could become a thing. It doesn't feel like it should be a thing, but it could (laughs) become a thing. That's exactly
0: right. Like, how are we only down by his six? Yeah. And
1: and and Sutton, that catch, you know he's gonna do it at least once a week. Um, was beautiful. Um uh, you can't say enough about the court this this season. Yeah. He he had to drop early in the first, you know, couple plays of the game, but he was ridiculous. Um, sure. on this drive. Um it was a three play 58 yard touchdown. Like we don't see that from the Broncos. We don't see these huge passes like no. this. No, um, not at all. But yeah. And, and it, it,
0: the good thing is it wasn't that it was out of necessity. It wasn't a right. like garbage time throw. Like it was, it was no. well defended. It was a well caught ball and he went down just right to get that touchdown, you know? And they were saying like, he watched it all the way into his arms. He made sure it
1: survived contact
0: with the ground. Um,
1: How many, how many has he had this season that have been pass interference also on the play? Well, it's almost like if you, that's the only way
0: to stop him. That's the only way to stop him. And you better hope that the ref doesn't throw the flag. That's the only way to do it. You know?
1: Um, But it didn't matter, you know, pass interference on his play. So even if he didn't catch it, we were going to be on the one yard lead. He'd assume we'd score, but um, just a beautiful catch to to Corlin. That's all I wanted to say there. And then, um, you know, at that point in the game, it's like, we're we're in this thing. Texans go three and out, and all of a sudden we have the ball back after a very huge momentum play, down six points. Like this might be, you know, take away all the faults we had at this point in the game. This might be where we've we, you know, we we do enough to win the game. And then that high that I was on just got smashed by, just, by just. Will Anderson tipping the ball and what looked like was an open Jerry Judy play uh, was an interception. And yeah. my heart I just deflated.
0: Great so, play. Great play by good. the
1: defender. Yeah. I,
0: I did not see him coming. I didn't even see him there. He just all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I even said, got him. And then this blue jersey comes out of nowhere. He's like, nope. Like, mine now. You know, <laughs> like, what, what? where did you come from? Even the slow-mo. It looked like he was flying. Across the field, right? So, look, I can't fault that either. I think maybe it was a little underthrown, but, um, again. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: hard, it's hard to say if it was underthrown because it was tipped. Like, who knows exactly, where that ball was going. Exactly. Um, no. So, because I thought the same thing initially, too. I was like, where were the hell was Russ throwing that? And you see the replays like, oh, God, that makes way more uh-huh. sense. Yeah. Um, and then it was like every drive from here on out, it was just like up, down, up, down. Like, I, it was very hard for my heart.
0: <laughs> it was. It, it, uh, I don't know how many years off my life I lost just watching this game um look I, I mean it was really good to see the Broncos continue um to put the pressure on um yeah I will say that i was I was impressed with the confidence and the poise that um that our coach had going into you know 10 minutes left, we're down what uh what was that 22-10 or so um cuz yeah the, so Houston missed the two point conversion we actually intercepted yeah. that um yeah, that, that quick great... drive
1: 20 20 yard drive and that, at that point it's like oof yeah it's going to take a lot at this point going into the fourth, I was, basically the start of the fourth quarter
0: i was surprised at that point like 10 minutes left but you're down by two scores nothing's been working for you in offense i would have thought that you'd see a whole lot more you know, uh, deep shots, hurrying up to the line, get going, you know, let's not waste time. Let's start hurrying up. Um, But we didn't see that. And at first I was like, what are you doing? But it it makes sense. And and I'll, I hate the announcers on TV, but I'll give them credit for this one. You know, it it is good to have a coach that sees the situation you're in, knows what's working is confident and is is cool and, and knows what to do in these situations. And that was not a situation to panic in. I was full on panic mode. If I was the one with the headset on, I would have been like, yeah. "Yeah, you know, like no huddle, hurry up, yo, go, go, go. Uh, let's go, you know, and see what happened. So it, it, they still showed a lot of maturity. I guess what I'm trying to say at that point. And when we're looking at the, the growth of the team and what they've done over the course of the year, um, I, I think that still says a lot about them to go out there and be like, look, we know the situation we're in, but well, we know what, what works for us. We're going to continue to do that. Uh, and, and, we're not, we don't have to get this whole thing done right now. Like we have 10 minutes, we have three or three or so drives to get this done. Let's just do our part uh, and move the ball down the field. So, you know, and they did Um, did. make it 1722.
1: They did. And there was a huge play by Jerry Judy on this drive, 41 yards. I thought he was going to score a touchdown. Gets it to the one yard line. (laughs) He was so close. doesn't matter. Russ punched it in at the end of the day. So that's all that matters.
0: You know, Jerry was like, "I want this one." You know, he was just like, "Finally, finally, I, I, I mean, could see him." We here. wanted it's that like,
1: for the Broncos. No. We wanted that for the Broncos, but especially for a guy like Judy, who's just not yeah. having the season that we all were hoping for. I know you've yeah. been hoping for. I'm just, I have to imagine. Yeah. But uh, you know, you're right. Though we go down and we score, and you know, essentially, what, how much time is left? There was like a five point minutes.
0: game at that point. With yeah, with
1: twelve minutes left. Am I reading that right? No,
0: less. Than, um... No, 12 minutes left. Yeah, 12 minutes left. You're right.
1: 12 minutes left in the fourth at that point. So it's a whole new game. Like, again, down five at that point, you know. And then our emotions. Our emotions. And then our emotions. (laughs) Got the better of us. Look. Defense. Defense comes through. You know, they've been stopping them three and outs this whole second half. And uh, they do it again a yeah. negative seven yard uh,
0: drive <laughs> which that's the pressure the pressure was working you know and I, I yeah. wish we had done that a little bit more early in the game yeah um but it is what it is you know the thing is you made the adjustment which is something yeah. we haven't seen the Broncos do in in previous years um yeah. so we can see them making these adjustments um and and it works Right. It was paying off. Uh, The Houston Texans really struggled in the second half to move the ball effectively and to put up points on the board. Yeah. And that's, I mean, what, at halftime the score was, what, 13-3? So, yeah. So, they scored nine points in the second half,
1: you know. And a majority of those points were because of (laughs) a tipped interception that puts them in a very good field position. Exactly. And Don't Break didn't work on that drive. It's not going to work every drive, but they only had to go 20 yards. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, and then they go, they get the sack, they force the three and out, and then we go for the the, the, the big play was working the previous two touchdown drives, so why not go for it again? He goes for it right. and I don't know. Did it feel like, I'm having a hard time on this one, because it was an amazing defensive play. Yeah. Um I think if Russ puts the ball farther out, you know, throws it deeper, it's either going to be an incompletion or, or Sutton's going to catch it. I don't. I don't know how much I blame Russ on this one. It's just, it is an amazing defensive play. Um,
0: you talk about the end of the game one.
1: No, no, no. The one that the second interception so it was going to Sutton. Oh, yeah. It was going deep. I think if he had thrown it longer rather than yep. more on Sutton, it wouldn't. It obviously wouldn't have been intercepted. But maybe. But again,
0: I, I think the defender was just at the right spot at the right yeah. time. It was a great catch. You know, like it, Sutton didn't have to. You take that guy, you take that that Texan out of the equation. Uh, Sutton wasn't going to have to make any adjustments to catch that ball. It was going to go right into his hands. So, you know, the defender just, again, kind of came out of nowhere and aligned himself in the perfect spot where, you know, if Russ had seen that guy and and was, you know, understanding of how close he actually was um, or maybe the angle he was taking on him or something, he might have thrown the ball a little further. Um, yeah. or maybe, you know, just a little bit more, uh, to the outside there to help, you know, Sutton get away from him. But, um, I think it was, it was as good a thrown ball as you could have asked.
1: Um, you are right. It would have hit him in the hands if the defender was there, but the, unfortunately the defend that the defender right. wasn't right. <laughs> So watching it live, it just felt like it under a little bit for the situation. And had he gone maybe deep, I think again, potentially another big play. Maybe not. Maybe I, I didn't see that correctly. And and it did seem like Sutton kind of turned a little bit upfield as the ball was in the air. Maybe he misread a little bit too. I don't know. Um, Again, could have been a could have been a
0: lot of all of that, or a little of all of that at the very least.
1: Yeah. Anyways,
0: I feel you, man. I feel you. Again, Um, that one sucks. Emotions. Just, I hate emotions. I tend to like shove my emotions down deep where I don't have to think about them. But they just kind of come up every now and, and now again, like heartburn and I just, you know, it, it sucks. So. Uh,
1: unfortunately, we do this show where you have to talk about your emotions when it comes to- the Exactly. Doctor.
0: It's probably good for my mental health. Like I have to talk about it. You know, I can't this just is, be like, I'm fine.
1: In case anybody's wondering this, this whole thing is for Kevin's mental health. <laughs> this whole yeah, program it's not, there is there
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a figment of my imagination. So yeah, I don't know We're how many of you are actually. End. I'm just sitting here talking to myself, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: imagination.
0: Imagination. I love that. <laughs> uh let's see. Well, following the interception, look, the Broncos defense was able to hold the uh, Texans to a punt.
1: And it was uh, like drive again. after drive. It's like, okay, this game's over. Oh, wait, we have the ball again. It's not yeah. over. Like, yeah. And then I mean, 72 yards on this drive. 72. It was like. It, it was put up or shut up time for Russ. It was. It was not his best game. Um, unlucky on a couple interceptions. I mean, bad throws on, on one or two bad throws. But it was time to show up for this drive. And look, we got down. We got in a situation where we were at the goal. You know, within the ten yard line of the opposing team, and um, had four chances to get it into the end zone.
0: I felt very confident at that moment, John.
1: I thought we were gonna do it. I thought it was gonna be another I, I thought it was gonna be another Vikings game. We're gonna find we a route that's gonna find Sutton open in the end zone, and I'm gonna be in disbelief that we somehow figure out a way to win this game.
0: Well, you know, what I saw on that drive was finally what I had been dying to see for the offense all game. Was a team that wanted and was dying to win. A team that wasn't just ready to roll over. Like they 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 did when they showed up. They just said, "Whatever, we don't care. We're not really ready yet anyway. You guys take a few, you know. Like I have some few a few free points on us." Um, they finally, you know, and and the the couple of dry uh, um, plays there was the fourth and one. Uh, Williams fighting, fighting yeah. to get that yeah. extra little
1: yardage. Yeah. Right, he almost got tackled
0: in the backfield, but Williams did what Williams does.
1: Yeah, and that he found a way highlight. to get that first down. The a highlight of that drive, highlight of the game, frankly, because there's not a yeah. lot to talk about for the offense uh, in this game. There's also well, that huge- would have
0: been the I think that would have been the, the play of the game for the Broncos had we won, hands down, because that drive would have stopped dead right there had he just, you know, gone down in the backfield. Obviously, like that would have been it. So for him to do that and keep that drive alive, that for me was like, man, this has got to pump the rest of the guys up. They've got to see this and be like, man, we got close right there, but. Thank God Williams came through for us. Let's go finish this thing. Let's go finish this thing. And they just didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It It was rustless. The drive drive started with a 34-yard, 34, 34, 32-yard catch by Sutton. Two catches through the game for 77 yards. Like, (laughs) that's efficiency. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wish he had more. Uh, But – Like it just felt after the first play like this is our like we're here. You know, we're gonna we're gonna drive the ball here, but we are here. Uh and and you know, this is just gonna go our way. And um couple of just kind of weird things on this drive. Like we go to the two minute warning on this drive, it's fourth and one. Um, and we come out of the two minute warning. We have all three timeouts at this point. Come out of the two minute warning and take a timeout. And I'm like, How? Yeah, you just you just had the whole two-minute warning. Now it was a big play. It was fourth and one. Um, but it also felt like if we don't, if we don't score here, our defense has been playing so well. There's there's actually a chance we're gonna have another drive if we don't. So it's right. like we need all these timeouts to be able to call and to have another chance in the case. This doesn't go our way. So then to just waste it after a two-minute warning, just I just had questions after that. Um, and then that's when we had uh, the Javante uh, play that you were just talking about. And I I yeah. I like I was so pumped after that play. Um, time stopped.
0: Time stopped. Williams got hit that, you know, got touched in the backfield there. And I swear, the world stopped spinning. And I was just like frozen in time, watching him in slow motion continue to move forward, you know. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah.
1: yeah so and that happened. Yeah. So, you know, you know, g- bad. It started out as bad in my mind with the timeout and then just so good with Javante Williams. And then later on this drive, again, another bad, it's third and two. And I'm like, okay, it's an obvious running situation. We're, we're in the red zone, I think at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Houston's 13. Yeah. So, you know, third and two, we know it's a four, like at this point we've made it very clear. This is the drive, right? We're, we're using up timeouts. We're using up the clock. Like it's now or never. Um, third and two, obvious running situation in my mind, because we know we're going to go for it on fourth down if we don't get it. And we pass the ball, and it's incomplete. And I'm like, oh my god, what are we doing? (laughs) So there's the bad. And then you have Russ making something out of nothing and getting a five-yard scramble on the next play. It's like, oh my gosh. I don't know how many times I had a heart attack in this game. (laughs) And happiness to start the final series, first and goal from the eight-yard line. Um, Yeah. And I was like, forget about it. 23 seconds left in the game. That's plenty of times to run four plays. Um, This is it. It it just felt like it was going to happen.
0: Well, and and the thing that I kept telling myself, and it was like, Russ, just don't force it. You have four chances. The only time you need to force it is on fourth down. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if it's not there, just throw it away. Mm-hmm. do not even risk it. What do we see on first down? Wasn't there. Threw it away,
1: basically. Third second way. down, more or less. Yeah, kind of there, third but way. it really
0: wasn't. He threw it over. And he was like, just trying to go fun. to
1: Sutton. He was just finding a way to get to Sutton, and that was a situation where it was either Sutton's going to catch it or no one's going to catch it, and yep. I don't hate that on second down. And then third yep. down, yeah, I mean, look, we I was like, two more chances, and this yep. is it. And, man, Russ just trying to make something or nothing. I think, I think that's where another. he forced
0: it he needed to under under duress like that he almost got sacked first off he mm-hmm. almost lost like 15 Which 20 was game yards game- on
1: a sack um also would have been a game killer like that would have been also now
0: bad. you know i did see you know a couple stills and i did see a couple replays of that i don't know what garrett bowles was doing on that play garrett bowles really? got beat bad uh, ruts hadn't even finished his drop back before he was about to get sacked like that defender was in the backfield before Garrett Bowles even knew that the play had started, you know, um, it it, uh, really good play by the defender. I'm not going to say that Garrett Bowles was, you know, the sole, sole reason there. Um, But what I would have liked to see from Russ there is he escaped the pressure and just nothing's there. I don't know where this other defender is. Is he going to come back, you know, down behind me on my back, throw it away. We have one more chance after that. Versus forcing it to the basically triple coverage backup tight end. You know, it's like you get one more, if you throw it away, you get one more chance to try to find your guy, Courtland's son. But if, and I don't know if he just thought that's where Court was going to be and was trying to get him the ball there, but either way, he forced that one. And that's, that, that's why I was like, I told you not to do it. I told you don't, don't force it. Just throw it away. Just. Throw it away, man. So, you know, that was just really disappointing to see um, it, Russ be able to do that really well in first down and second down, right? Throw the ball away when it wasn't there. Third down, escape the pressure. But again, dude, it's third down. Like, why Why are you forcing it here? Just get rid of it. We'll try third again away. on fourth. Third unfortunately- away.
1: Instead, instead, he throws it to a guy. That's his second targeted pass all year, um, yeah. Kroll. Never yeah. heard of him. Called up from the practice squad.
0: Not gonna hear from him yeah. again. I mean, you can't play in <laughs> him.
1: I mean, yes, no, a more no, no. a more seasoned guy probably plays defense on that play Um, instead of trying to make the catch, uh, which we've seen. You know, Jesus. I think he
0: was surprised the ball was even going to him. <laughs> yeah. I think the way he kind of just stood there, he was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah.
1: with, with the what? season that you're throwing to me. That-
0: yeah why why would you do that it's like if I was on the field I'd be like why are you throwing to me you know that's a bad idea like you don't do that
1: (laughs) you know we talk about the season that Judy's been having but I will say there's a handful of times where he's had to play the defender uh in games and and he's done a remarkable job at times um Wish it was Judy in that situation instead of crawl the third string tight end. And like, he just, it it it's not on him. You know, I, you don't expect that to be in that situation. Russ just has to make a better decision, unfortunately, in that, in that situation. It's, it's a play that you're right. He almost takes a sack. He's scrambling, you know, just throw it out of the end zone. You have one more play to, to, to make it happen. And, uh, and he did it. And that's how the, that's how the game ends.
0: Well, here we are, guys. Uh, Look, um, the Colts won today in overtime. Um, Steelers lost against Arizona. Um, Browns play, I think, tonight or later against the Rams. We're hoping for the Rams to win there. Look, we have about, what, a 20% chance of getting in now? We'll need five games. It's not like we have 20% chance with one game left where we need like 10 other games to right, go our way. Right. You know, um, th- it could be that the Texans drop three, you yeah. know, let's say that we win, f- we go four and won the next five, maybe the Texans drop three or four and, you know, they just go on something terrible, you know, and then we don't even need to worry about the tiebreaker. Maybe the Colts, you know, well, I, just, have, I think is what exactly. you're trying to say. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. I'm
0: just saying like, What I'm trying to remind myself right now too is as defeating as this was because of the implications it had, it doesn't mean that we're done. We're eliminated. Obviously it's not a pretty picture. um, But again, can you believe we're in this situation knowing that we started one in five?
1: I still can't believe that. No. And Spotty made a good point. Again, we still control our destiny. We do which who would have thought that we would have been saying that at this point to the way the first quarter of the season went. Um now we mentioned it last week if and when we have another loss uh mm-hmm. the biggest telling factor for how the rest of the season is going to go is how we respond in the next game. Now, yes. I was really hoping, I was really hoping that we were going to get more than one week down the road before we had that conversation. But yep. this it's next here. game this wasn't a must win game in my mind. Still, it was a big game. It was, it hurts our chances significantly, but look, you talk about a team that had a 20% chance to make the playoffs. Okay. We also had a 3% chance to make the playoffs after like week five or something like that. Like, yeah, that's about right. the, The percentages are, they are what they are. So if we are the team that won five in a row, we should be able to bounce back from that. Um, we play a Chargers team that just won six to freaking zero against the Patriots. <laughs> so we play both of those that's teams.
0: Most boring game
1: ever. Good Lord. And so, so we have them next week uh, in LA. So that we have one. So that's a home game for the Broncos. first. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll be there. I'm excited. Nice dude. Yeah, nice. I'm excited about that. Um, I'll be with a bunch of Chargers fans, but I'll, I'm excited. Um, that's yeah, okay. Families. Family's family, what can you do? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh so you know, next week is just monumental, not just because it's borderline must win, but um it's the bounce back. You have to have you have to be able to recover from a loss like this, a loss where I-, I didn't take this 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 loss as hard as I would expect going into it, because it just didn't feel like we were in it to begin with. Like not That's coming fair. up. Not coming up in that final drive is like, yes, heartbreaking. Like, I was very amped up in that final drive, but at the end of the day, it was over. And it was like, well, we didn't deserve the win. As close as it was, the way we were exactly, especially in the first half. So, um, yeah, the bounce back this week is huge. We basically have to win either all of our games or maybe we can drop one and make it at 10 and seven. Yeah. But,
0: um, look, uh, they're winnable they're, games
1: in my opinion. They're they're still the winning, but the lines have been susceptible all times this season too.
0: They are. Um, and it's very doable, you know, um, especially in, <clears throat> I, I think that these guys are going to bounce back strong again because of the leadership they have on the team because mm-hmm. of the very hard look they're going to take on themselves. Um, you know, the next couple of days in the locker room and watching film and everything. <clears throat> um, the message to the team, if I'm coach Peyton is guys, I've been telling you this for weeks. Now you cannot rely on turnovers. What's going to happen in yes, a game man. where the offense struggles, but we don't get any turnovers. And let's say even lose a turnover battle. Like we did today. The message to the yeah. offense is guys, yeah, this is going to burn you eventually, I guarantee you Coach Payne has been talking about this week in and week out of we have got to stay consistent. You cannot take a slump for three, four, five, six drives in a row. You can't just wait till the fourth quarter to turn it on because at that point you may not be able to, to get back, you know, what the defense wasn't able to do and get in, getting, in getting those turnovers, right? So I think this is an example of, guys, I told you, I don't know what else you need to, like, wake up and see that this it's go time and hopefully seeing this and experiencing it, everything they did. And it was a heartbreaking loss. Like, you know, we can see here and say they didn't deserve to win because they didn't, they know that, but they were still in it at the very moment, you know, the very end of the game. So we felt
1: the same way by the way, against the Vikings. Yeah. Coming down to that final drive. was like, we shouldn't be here. And then we win. it's like, yeah. okay, we shouldn't be here, but we were. So, so now yeah. we're
0: evened out in the yeah. NFL <laughs> universe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, look, I think there's a lot of – there's still a lot of positivity. We're not happy that the the game turned out the way it did. But, again, compared to where we were six, seven weeks ago, this is a much better position to be in. Uh, we're still playing meaning, meaningful football. It's going to be, you know, mid-December here soon, um, last quarter of the season. And who knows? Who knows? Um, like what you're saying, like what Spotty's saying, we control our destiny. All we can do is go out there, play our best football, and win some games. Um, and then let the cards land where they may. And the next year, try not to drop games to terrible teams like the Raiders and the Redskins. And, you know, (laughs) let's not go one and five to start the season, you know, and put ourselves in a much better position so we're at the end of the season. Every game isn't like make or break, life or death kind of situation.
1: Yep, I am truly of the belief that it is growing pains. Hopefully we don't have to go through those same growing pains next year. Um, I had very different thoughts a month or two ago, uh, two months ago. Um, The fact that we had those wins against the Chiefs, the Bills, the Vikings, the Browns, I mean, who would would have thought those are the wins we're going to have and then we're going to drop one against the Texans, you know, when you look at the schedule at the beginning of the year. So those wins just allows for this game. Yes, it's demoralizing, but... If we can pull through, this could actually be again a a point to learn from for this team. Exactly. And if they can find a way to make it into the playoffs, this adversity that they're gonna face this week, um mm-hmm. it, it could again, it could accelerate that that those growing pains I was just talking about and, and make them more competitive down the road. We'll see. Yeah. Or it could go the other way because <laughs> we've seen that as well as Broncos fans.
0: <laughs> yeah, but again, I think with the leadership and coaching yeah. we have on this team now, it's
1: it's going to get better. I assume like you, yes.
0: Yeah. I really, 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 really hope I'm not wrong. <laughs> Me too.
1: Uh, quick, Ugh. I just want to give a couple of quick shout-outs for the defense that second half. PJ yeah. Locke, McMillan, Ooh. creative, creative Ooh. pressure coming from the secondary um, to force uh, some sacks, McMillan forcing a fumble. I thought we had recovered it. I was dancing around the house. Um, we did not. turns out when I looked so, at the replay. <laughs> it was close. It was close. <laughs> it was very close. It also was a really good play. Um, and look, there's not going to be, I, I, I feel pretty confident to say that there's not going to be another game this season where Russ has three interceptions. So nah, um, nah. kind of a fluky game from a turnover standpoint. Um so again, let's rebound. Let's, let's get better from this. Let's be a better team from this and move mm-hmm. forward because the season ain't over. Like yeah. we can go on another five game win streak and be right there.
0: Yeah. Either way. I think the momentum you're seeing from this team that's going to carry on into the off season um,
1: Don't, is going yeah, to stop do yeah, something. Not talking about the off season. Kevin. The season well, ain't over. <laughs> okay. Okay. And
0: let me rephrase this way. <laughs> I'm proud with where where we are, where we've come from from being 1 in 5. I think looking in the future, uh this team is going to continue to grow. Um I agree. You know, the near the, the future near future the and the, the, future the long-term future.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there, I reset the same exact thing I was going to say, I just didn't say the word off-season. Is that better? Phrasing.
1: Phrasing <laughs> is what
0: that. But... Uh okay. Yeah, 5 games. It's kind of hard to believe five games still for the Broncos. I, it's,
1: it's a little sad to think that there's only five games left. because
0: they we're going to fly by fast.
1: They're going to fly by fast. And then when you get to the off season, it's just, we get excited about like then m- a month before the draft, we get excited because the draft is coming up, which is one or two, well, three days, I guess, but really the first round is what we're excited about. And it's like, I don't want to think about the off season already. Like, no, come
0: on. not yet. Come on.
1: Come on. We we have I'll have off
0: on that for a little while longer. Yeah. We have
1: another, <laughs> Of Broncos football, or two, three months of Broncos football. Is that math right? Yeah, yeah three months of Broncos. Football. I think so. Yeah,
0: something like that. <laughs> okay, well, hey, John, any closing thoughts from you, good sir?
1: Closing thoughts. I mean, basically, we we just hit on it. Let's let's continue from here. Um, again, I have faith Russ is going to turn this around. He's not going to have another three interception game. The Chargers look like a very that Chargers team is. Well, they're the the Chargers that I've always known. Um, Can't seem to just get it done. The offense, I thought it was a very good offense, but uh, they scored six points today against the worst team in the AFC Patriots. Who would have ever thought that would be a statement? Yep. Um, So... They're they're on like a downward spiral kind of team. Now they did get a win. A win is a win. We can't, we've said that before. So maybe that starts momentum for them. But I feel very good that we're playing this team this week to get a rebound against. And then that will put us into the, the Lions game. And, and that's going to be... If we can get a win this week... If we can't get a win this ge- week, it, it's a it. whole different conversation. But It doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
1: But... I, I am going to this game like I did this week thinking that we can pull this out and we should be able to, as long as we don't come out the way we did this week, we should be able to, to come out. I come out of Los Angeles with a W. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Um, quick reminder for everybody. Just in case you didn't see it or anything like that. Uh, the game against the lions has been moved up to Saturday night. Prime time, 6 15 PM mountain time kickoff. So if you're waiting for the Lions-Broncos game on the 17th, you're a day too late. You missed it. So make sure you watch it the night before. Um, <laughs> otherwise, guys, remember, check out uh, all of our other content here at Bourbon Broncos no Give a Give us a follow on any of the podcast platforms you're listening on, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, or more also our YouTube channel as well. Give us a uh, follow and subscribe there. Uh, for our daily content and other videos we put out for you guys. Uh, We're going to be here no matter what. And today's proof that even when we lose, we're going to be here. And it's always good to be here talking with you, John. Appreciate it all, man. Uh, Your good insights, good conversation for everybody out there listening. Seriously, thanks for tuning in. It's always a a blast uh, having
1: you guys. So, John. As always, thank you
0: everybody
1: for watching. Love y'all. Yep.
0: Nothing else for me to say over here other than to end it as we always do on a very strong
1: go
0: broncos go broncos see you guys do what i like yeah I do what i like yeah I do what i like it's been go this is right and i go with the boat. yeah i go with the boat there yeah, i go with the boat cuz i know i'm the show in the zone here I go in the zone here I go in the zone here I go yeah they know what i